looking back on it, technically, the video, like in technical terms, the video was pretty bad, but in the story part of it was solid. And that's really the most important part. The technical stuff you learn along the way, but the story is the most important part. Story is king when it comes to video, when it comes to all of these kind of forms of media. Hi, welcome to Rebel with a Dream. I'm your host, Melanie Rodriguez. Today we have the pleasure of interviewing Matt Collimer, videographer, photographer, creator. Hey Matt, how are you? Good, how are you doing today? Good, thank you for joining us today. Of course. So, let's get right into it. Tell me who Matt Collimer is. Yeah, so uh, if you want to talk, want me to talk about like how I got into video and all that stuff? Or? Yes, tell me exactly how you got started, what inspired you, what, what drew your attention to photography and videography? Yeah, so one of my friends actually back in college got me into creating videos. He was just making like kind of fun, uh, simple videos using his phone and then iMovie. Uh, we did a couple like party videos back in college, kind of got me kickstarted into it. I really liked the process of it with just, you know, filming and then bringing it into editing. We did like a little documentary for one of our freshman seminar classes. So that kind of got me into it, got me excited about creating video. And as I mentioned, the process itself. And that is a big thing for me is like, you know, learning about the process because that's really the most important part. And um, that's what got me into it. And I kind of took it a little further from there. Uh, I ended up studying abroad in Australia in 2014, and I ended up, you know, taking a GoPro and just capturing a lot of that travel stuff. And then I made a few edits of that, and it just kind of took off from there. And I knew I just wanted to keep doing that. Okay, cool. So now you had mentioned you did a couple, you did a video clip for your freshman class. Yeah. Now picture college students out there right now, mm -hmm. and you're with your buddies, with your classmates, and you're editing this video. Were you nervous to actually? show this video? Yeah, yeah. I was definitely nervous to show the video to our freshman class when we when we did that. The first time I really made a video with, like I said, with my friend. So I was definitely nervous about it. It's kind of weird. You feel really vulnerable when you're kind of showing your work that you made and that you're proud of. But right. showing it to other people can be a hard thing for, for you know, someone that's creating these kind of videos or this kind of media. Uh, so yeah, it definitely was something that I was nervous about at first, but then, you know, I got into it, I got feedback on it, we got really good feedback, and, um, you know, it was something that I really enjoyed doing. And on top of that, I also should mention that I did my senior year, to take it a step further, I did a, a student film contest at uh, in Worcester. I was going to school in Worcester, so we did a student film contest, it was for Nesson, so wow. yeah, so it was like a film contest about sports. You had to be a college student. That was a criteria. So we made a documentary about this team, this baseball team that ended up, you know, they went bankrupt at one point and they started the new team. And then that team kind of like got a lot of buzz in Worcester and then they won the championship. So we kind of went through that whole story. Technically, the video, like in technical terms, the video was pretty bad, but in the story part of it, was solid and that's really the most important part the technical stuff you learn along the way but the story is the most important part story is king when it comes to video when it comes to all of these kind of forms of media awesome awesome so let's say so you were in australia you took your gopro you recorded yeah. all across uh, what part of australia were you in uh, i was in brisbane which is uh on the east coast of australia so i went i did a semester abroad there at this place, it sounds like a fake school, but it was called the University of Sunshine Coast. Oh wow. Because the area is called Sunshine Coast. So yeah, I went there, I had 
just an incredible experience meeting people from all different countries, all different walks of life. Uh, there was a lot of people from obviously Australia, but there was also people from Germany, from South Africa, from France. So I really got a taste of the multicultural aspect and I just kind of, it opened my eyes to a lot of possibilities and what you can do with, you know, your life, your career. And I, like I said, yeah, I took a GoPro with me, very simple, but it was so much fun just filming us having fun, partying, traveling, and just seeing different things, and then throwing that together with music and just getting into that process, like I mentioned before. So the process of editing and the process of telling a story, it was just, it was amazing. It was easy, all right, cool. So now let's say you were introduced to a couple of new cultures, being in Australia where you were going to school there. Do you think, I know some artists, they say usually their surroundings, the culture, the people, the different architecture, kind of like draws your attention to a specific, I want to say type of yeah. photography and, and recording videos. Right. So now say when you were in Australia, yep. did that kind of like trigger your mind, trigger your artistic views and outlook on life to say, hey, I want to record this type of event? Yeah, exactly. No, no, that's really what happened is, you know, I was doing these travel videos and just fun things, capturing what was going on. But like I said, it opened my eyes to a lot of possibilities and a lot of different ways of living. Uh, and then I kind of took that with me once I came back home uh, to New England. And then I wanted to take that concept and develop it. So that's what I did. I did some writing, blogging and things like that. And then I kind of developed more of the video stuff to kind of be in that same theme and I kind of wanted to show that you know you can kind of you can shape your life in a certain way if you you know align yourself with the right people if you're really focused on you know building your skills in this case it was video uh, and then ended up being photography as well but if you focus on that and you open yourselves up to different cultures and different people and you, know, you can really elevate your thinking and then you can um, you know, develop that and share it with other people. That's what's amazing about today's day and age with social media and whatnot is you can share your experiences, your story. As one person, you, know, you can create that and share that with other people. And that's really what got me started with developing what became uh, BYB Visual Media. Uh, so that's that's something that I that's a concept that I came up with with that. Perfect. So let's talk about BYB. Yeah. Let's talk about what basically ma helped manifest it, help you yeah. brand who you are. Right. So like I said, I just continued developing my style with creating videos, with you know writing, and you know it's more it's kind of about like conquering fear. And that's, I think, with all of these things in life, especially when you're trying to build a career or you're trying to develop a certain skill set, you have to get through the fear of the unknown or about you know, the judgment maybe you, you mentioned before about showing your video, showing your work. And it can be scary because you're maybe scared of what people think and you're kind of being open and vulnerable. But that's what you have to do so that people really see who you actually are. And then if you do get to that place, if you open up with that, then you become, you know, like I said, vulnerable and people respect that even more. And then they actually see you as a real person, not just this, you know, on social media, not just like projecting some, uh, you know, something that's not real. So that's kind of what I got. That's how I got started with developing the ideas for the concept and really like the philosophy of what my brand is. And that's really 
where it's developed to is just kind of getting through your own kind of like fear and like ego around you know all these things and it's related to uh, creating video and uh, media but it's more than that it's deeper than that so tell me have you have have you done any collaborations since you've done BYB yeah so I've done a lot of collaborations with many different people around the area uh, both in New England around Boston and then also in New York so the person who originally got me into video in college my buddy Shane and he does a lot of work commercial work he's like a director of photography he also uh, he also is an actor so you know acting and directing is kind of his specialty so you know he's done a lot of work with pretty big brands actually with commercials and i've helped him on those and then now we're trying to take it to the next level we have taken it to the next level and we've started knock nation media which is you know officially an llc now and it's based in new york so i've gone there over the past few months multiple times to do some jobs and he's actually come over here because I've got I've you know created some work for us here in the Boston area so it's been really cool with that and we're both kind of hustling in our own area and really you know getting work and really um, doing some commercials and getting you know bigger clients and making like you know for some of them like real money which is exciting uh, wait, wait, wait. we're talking real money here yeah this is from the same person that freshman year in college was nervous to yeah. Debut his video, his, yeah. his like whoa. So where you went to Australia, you, you set it off. You wanted to do the GoPro. You did the videos. You edited yourself. You came back to the state. I could mention Korea too. I went to Korea after that. Whoa, whoa, whoa! Yeah, you went to Korea I know we're too? jumping. Wait, yeah. wait, 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 we're huh? jumping all over the place. We yeah, went yeah. Australia, Korea, any other countries? Yeah. Doing videos? Yeah. Well, yeah. I don't know how much you want me to get into it, but. Yeah, I mean, travel has been a big part of, you know, how I've developed my mindset, how I've developed my brand, and just also my, you know, skill set within video and photography. Just adapt, adapting, sorry, just adapting to these new places and, you know, learning on the go. That's really, I think, how you learn the fastest and grow the most. So, yeah, uh, after I graduated, after I graduated college, 2015, it was from Worcester State, uh, I ended up getting... I ended up getting invited by former professors to go on this trip to Ecuador and they wanted me to capture it on video and like I mentioned before I talked about Australia and but now I had a new opportunity to you know go somewhere completely new to South America where I'd never been before and I just got to meet these people from this tribe that lived in a remote area in Ecuador in the Amazon rainforest we had to take a small plane in there to get there it was pretty scary to be That's honest wild. it was scary yeah but then we got in there we met them and then i filmed this partnership and the reason that Worcester state went and the professors went was to give their knowledge to the people there because these people are they they're a tribe but they also have they have one foot in their old traditions as a tribe and then they have another foot into the 21st century where they're trying to do things, you know, they know about, you know, they have some technology, they have computers and things like that. They have those that set up, but they're just like, they don't have the knowledge that, you know, people that are maybe go to college from the US have or from all different countries, you know what I mean? So they, they're trying to learn about that stuff because they want to create ecotourism business in their area, but they also want to preserve, preserve they also want to preserve their traditions. Right of the tribe so that's why the professors went it was a group of i believe four professors and then me capturing the meetings and the inter i interviewed uh one of the tribal leaders 
talking to one of the professors and things like that. So that's, that was a transformative trip for sure. That's crazy and amazing. And there's a lot of words coming to my mind right now. But so you went there with your professor. Were you the only student that came Yeah, on yeah. I was, oh I was like, so I was 22 at the time. And the professors are all, I think the youngest professor is probably in their early 40s. So it was a little bit of weird kind of trip, but I really do think by spending time with people that are older, with more experience, you know, with more life uh, under their belt, I think that's really how you learn and grow. Ecuador sounds amazing. What a great way to graduate college, especially it's kind of like a graduation gets all in its own right, right? Yeah, it was amazing. It was a great way to start off the summer after graduating college. It was unbelievable. And from Worcester State, woo! All right, so, you know, between you and I and the viewers at home, tell me more about um, Knock Nation. Yeah, so we've been able to, through this advertising agency called Zupa, we've been able to do some commercials with like real brands. So we did one for FanDuel a while back, which is a online fantasy sports uh, app actually that many people use on their phone. That's so we, wild. we did one for them. Uh, more recently, actually while I was um, abroad, um, I don't wanna, I don't know if I wanna say Korea, but I'll say more recently, last winter, I did one for T-Mobile. So that was really cool. That was also through the advertising agency Zupa. So we did a commercial for T-Mobile. Um, and you know, it was, it was a good experience doing the commercial for a big brand like T-Mobile. And my friend Shane, who I work with with Knock Nation, under Knock Nation, he, like I said, he's done a lot of these, even without me, he's done a lot of commercials uh, with these brands. So it gives you a certain amount of recognition. And if you have that on your reel, you know, clients really like that because they see you working with the big brands. So they really, you know, they value your work and they, they want you to do work for them. So you mentioned that clients like to see reels. Um, can you explain what a reel is? Maybe some of our viewers at home right now watching this don't know our terminology and don't know what a reel is. So how, let us know the importance of a reel and where a reel can take you. Yeah, that's a really good point. Uh, so having, a lot of people don't know what a reel is. Um, a reel is basically a highlight tape, highlight video, maybe a 30 second, one minute, could be a two minute video that highlights all your best work put together in one video. It's essentially a resume for filmmakers or for videographers and it shows off your work and you can send that over to clients or potential clients to say, hey, you know, I've done these this kind of stuff and you know this is what I'm this is what I'm capable of doing. So a reel is very important when you're trying to get clients and you're trying to you know advance your business. So let's say you you mentioned that you get some of your jobs for your commercials under Knock Nation through an app. What's the name of the app again one more time? Oh yeah, so no the FanDuel, the commercial we did for that company FanDuel was an app, but this one is an advertising agency called Zupa. And it's, they run these kind of contests sometimes where they run these contests where you create a video on spec, which means that you create the video at your own cost. And oh, then wow. there's potential to win a prize or a, of money to, you know, if they choose your commercial, if the product is good. Uh, and then if you start working with them after a while, then you can actually receive a little bit of funding ahead of time and it'll help you defray costs, if any, that you have creating that commercial. So in relation to that, last week we did one for WD-40, 
And on this website, Zupa, the advertising agency, they have a brief and they have this contest for WD-40. So WD-40 is looking for commercials. And they have this whole outline with what they want, what they're looking for, and essentially, not to get into like too many of the details, but it's a story about, they want this kind of story about tradition. So uh, we ended up doing a little spot, commercial spot at a local farm for WD-40. So we produced it on spec in hopes that they pick it up and then uh, they would actually provide us money for using that commercial if they like the product. Okay, so now you said sometimes they put out these, let's say job posters, call them job posters. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's basically like a bid. So yep. you're fronting yourself to make this commercial. So let's say for somebody who doesn't have the equipment, somebody who is just starting off but has done their own mini projects. Say they get on on team with this agency and they want to put in a bid and they want to submit a reel for it to see if they get picks for it. What's the cost for a videographer to start with, between the equipment? Because it can get really costly. Oh my God, yeah. So equipment is one of those things that really can add up with uh, you know, the amount of money that you have to spend upfront. You know, spending thousands of dollars on equipment can be scary for people. And it makes sense. I mean, it's scary for me to have to buy a camera that costs you know, a high amount of money and lenses and lights and all that stuff that, it goes, that goes into creating. I say the best thing is find friends or other people that are in the industry and then you don't have to have all the equipment yourself. You can combine and have collectively have equipment. Or if you do want to build up your, your equipment, you know, do it slowly and you know, work with what you have. And then also there's part of it where you got to think about it as an investment. So yeah, it could be a lot of money and it's scary to spend up front, but you know and you believe that it will give you money in the long run. It'll give you even more money than you spent on it. And you have to kind of have that faith and that trust that that's going to happen. And for me, that's been one of, one of the hardest things is having that trust and believing in it. Be like, okay, I have to spend, you know, a thousand dollars right now on this gear to upgrade this or whatever. And it's something, it's not a waste, you know, it's not something I won't use. It's definitely something I'll use, but it's still scary to spend that amount of money. But knowing that, okay, I have this, I have potential to create higher quality, a better result, a better video maybe, then I know that I will get money in potentially like 10x you know, amount that I spent. You just have to believe in that and just trust in the process. That's really the biggest thing, I think. Oh my God, so it can basically add up between the equipment and the actual location. It can be pretty pricey to be a videographer. So tell me this. I saw you come in today to our interview, and as a professional that you are, you brought your, some equipment with you. Of course. So, can you show us, and the viewers at home, what's a good investment piece that every videographer should have with them at all times? Yeah, so here is a Sony Prime lens. So, a Prime lens, I would say, is a great investment for a videographer because it gives you a really beautiful looking image and it's something they can use for a long time. And if you take care of the lenses, you will have that in your kit for years. And the reason why it's an investment is because you, know, you can use this for many different things. You can use it for interviews, you can use it for getting close-up shots or um, you know, either, even further back shots, but it's, it has many uses. Uh, I've also used it for photography because I do photography as well. Great for headshots. 
So a prime lens would be a really good starting point. And it would, you know, spend a little bit more on it. Get a good one. Don't get like the cheaper one because you spend a little bit more, you'll have it longer. It'll create better quality. If you want to be a professional, you, you, know, you don't want to be shooting on things that aren't professional grade. Right. So you get what you pay for. Kind yeah, of. you get what you pay for. It's scary to spend the money, but think about it as an investment. If you're, if you're serious about it, you will get more money back than you spent. So there's a little group, little outing called BCC? Yeah, so Boston Creative Collective is a, you know, officially an LLC now. And what it is, is a group of creators and artists, whether that be videographers, photographers, models, makeup artists, or graphic designers, you name it. That is what makes up Boston Creative Collective. And what we do is provide video content and all types of content for startup companies especially. So a lot of them lack creative teams. So we come in, we do the marketing and advertising, and we really promote their businesses. And since we're a startup as well, it's, it really works both ways where we help them, they help us, and we promote further. And it's just amazing to see what's possible and also how many creative people are really around the Boston area. Many people don't think of Boston as a place where a lot of that's going on. They only think of New York or LA or Snapchat, those kind of things. <laughs> but if you look for it, you will find it. It's around here. There's a lot of amazing people here working in Boston. I mean, we have some of the top schools and hospitals in the world here. So there's just a lot of opportunity for growth. I mean, when people say that there's not opportunity or they you know, can't get jobs, they're just really not looking hard enough or they're not looking in the right places because it's everywhere. Exactly. So how does somebody get involved with BCC? Like how does, some, let's say somebody like me, I'm in the fast food industry, so how do I get in? Yes. Is it an invite only? Is it open? Yeah, no, Boston Creative Collective is open for anyone that's interested. BostonCreativeCollective.com, you can go there, you can submit a, you know, a profile and you can you know, talk with Lindsay Williams. She started it. She's an amazing person. Uh, she's only, she just turned 23, I believe. She's very young. And it's, it's really gonna take off, I think. And if you wanna get involved, go on the website, reach out on Instagram, We're very active on there. And you know, we'd love to get you involved if you're serious about it. So at first it started off with you know, the idea that we're gonna include everyone that wants to be in it, whether that's someone that's like, that has minimal interest in it or someone that really wants to be a professional, it's transitioning now a little bit and actually becoming kind of an education platform as well. So someone like myself or other people in the industry, we are looking to educate people about you know, the, the knowledge that we have. Even if we're young and we don't have you know, 20 years of experience, we have more experience than someone that say, you know, in my field, someone in videography, you know, we have more experience, I have more experience than someone that just bought their first camera yesterday. You know what I mean? So I have value to provide to other people, whether that be in the form of tutorials, advice, you know, doing interviews, things like that. So that's really like the main focus of Boston Creative Collective and also of my personal philosophy is just providing value to other people. And when you do that, you know, you really share your knowledge, your growth, and it really helps everyone and it ends up elevating yourself as well because you become, like I said, valuable and people really respect that and they really you know, want you to help them if you can and that's really the main goal. That's awesome. So tell us, what's next? Where's Matt off to next? 
Are we on a plane? Are we going back to New York? Are we going to LA? What's, <laughs> what's, 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 what do you have planned for the next 30 days, 60, 60 days, 90 days, a year from now? Yeah, so there's a lot on the radar. Um, I'm always trying to do a lot, and that includes you know, building my portfolio, whether that be doing commercials. I have a lot of upcoming weddings that I'm doing, doing wedding videos. I'm also you know, going on some trips, uh, one to Cape Cod, which is more local, and that's something that I realize is after traveling a lot, I realize I haven't seen as much around my local area and that's something that I've been doing. So I'll be doing some local travel. I'd probably be going to New York a couple times and then, you know, just expanding uh, my skills and just continuing to grow and, you know, meet other people in the industry and just create with them and really just build a lifestyle that I really want to live and not one that's defined by somebody else's vision. It's really defined by my vision. And, you know, that's really the whole point of me doing this and really pursuing this. It's scary. It's a risk to go at this lifestyle, but that's the whole, like, it's gonna be a risk anyway. Like, right. you gotta just, to me, you gotta go for it and you gotta really be all in. And if you are, the potential is massive. That's great to hear. So let our viewers know where we can find you, where we can follow you on this journey. Yeah, so, I mean, you can check me out on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, all of those. My tags, Break Your Boundaries. My website is breakyourboundaries.tv. But you know, just follow me on there. Reach out if you have any questions. I would love to help out. Also my YouTube channel, same name, Break Your Boundaries. And on there, I do a lot of tutorials. I do a lot of you know, videos talking about getting into the industry and all that. So I'm really excited about that. That's something that I try to stay on top of. Same thing with Instagram. YouTube and Instagram are probably my biggest ones for social media. Uh, yeah, you can, you can find me there and you know, reach out if you have any questions. Awesome. Well, Matt, thank you so much for your time today. We wish you all the best and we can't wait to see your future works. Thank you. It was best a pleasure. It was a pleasure. Thank you. thank you. That's it for today. Be sure to check us out next week right here on Rebel with a Dream. Make sure to like, comment, subscribe, and I'll see you soon.